to uh, another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high, Chris, and I'm with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's happening? What's good? What's good, everybody? It's your boys. As you know, Chris, the most high, Chitty Bang, the underground of professional wrestling podcast. Chris, how you, how you been doing this week? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, we're recording um sunday day after the fourth of july so you know nigga taking a lot of antacids and drinking a lot of <laughs> ginger ale and shit like that you feel me Cause we, yeah i mean uh man you know as black people we never celebrated the fourth as oh yeah i got the junior ayatollah in the back he may make an appearance <laughs> every now and then because the most high is not exclusive from dad duty, you feel me? <laughs> um, but um, no, this weekend it was our first fourth together, man. So um, I barbecued and shit. You know what I mean? Like I say, black people, we don't celebrate the fourth as Independence Day. We celebrate it as a day to be off, a day to a day to to, to go piggyback off of everybody's food. It's, a, it's just <laughs> you know, barbecue, you know, get family together, you know, yeah. the whole thing. You know, that's how it's done for me. I mean, I mean, I eat fireworks, you know, we might, we might check some fireworks oh, yeah, out. Yeah, fireworks but, um, too, man. They, being said, they scared you know, my man yesterday too, man. He didn't like the fireworks at all. Oh, word? Yeah, yeah they're, man. They're, they're going crazy in my complex. Nigga. Crazy. Nigga, speaking of fireworks, though, Twitter. And if y'all, <laughs> if y'all know what's happening with us, you feel me? Like, we try to stay around. Um, and uh, when we're around, we be catching the fireworks, my nigga. So, over the past couple weeks, um, I've been kind of keeping an eye on um, Saif Ashaba, um, talented, talented wrestler, um, but very, very independent in his own right. You feel me? Like, a uh, very uh, independent thinker. Um, he utilizes his platform to the best of his ability to uh, to what I've seen, and uh, for the past week or so, he he's been coming at MLW, which where he just signed, he can't be coming out their neck. You Yo, feel me? So like you said, fireworks is coming straight. Up. He just got signed a month ago. Yeah, like this guy came out the gate. She was throwing a. a, a Hailmaker, haymakers at the at the company he just signed to, which is <laughs> I think it's kind of crazy. I think it's kind of funny, you know. It's it definitely a boss move to to do because you know he's trying to influence change within the in the app in the company. But uh, tell tell people what, what we're going on. Well, from 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 what I have been, because it has been a one sided issue for um for an extent. Give me one second. Take your time. You just want to come over here. Alright, well, listen. I'm talking wrestling, so you gotta talk wrestling too. Alright. So. Oh, CJ, I told the junior. I told the junior, you feel me? So, 
Um, watching, yeah, <laughs> watching, watching on Twitter, man. Uh, been seeing for the past, like I said, week or so. Um, he's been outing MLW for their alliance with Team jo- Dojo, Team Dojo, um, the wrestling school down here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, was ran and uh, founded by, I believe, or not founded, but was ran uh, by Chase Chase Chasen Rants. Um, now, a lot of people may not know who that guy is, um, but he in, is known in the wrestling circle circuit down here in Florida um, for his acts. You feel me? And we're just going to put out the table because he's a registered sex offender. Like, that's mm-hmm. public. So ain't no, ain't no beating around the bush here. Saeed's beef was he said MLW needs to stop doing business or release ties with their COO Jared Mr. St. Laurent also known as MSL and uh, the backstory with that is is MSL and Chasen were close they were tight they were uh, roommates at some point in time in their lives Um, and Saeed says any association pretty much with Chasen needs to be extradited from the business because he himself needs to be excommunicated and cut out from the business. You feel me? So so it has been um, a a war of words, so to speak, on Twitter. And my man Saeed has had receipts. He has been posting photos. He's been posting emails. Uh, uh-huh. He's been, you know what I mean, like, out and I think o- that there definitely has been uh, an understanding that MSL has had ties with Team Dojo and Chasen. I think that's that's common knowledge now. Um, and, and, and I, I mean, maybe it's not. Who knows how far it is, you know. But um, when it comes down to, you know, the him being a – convicted sex offender, what I would say is if I became a sex offender, does that mean that you shouldn't work somewhere? You know, did I, does that rub off on you as a person? Let's say if Chitty Bang, oh my God, which would never fucking happen, guys. But, you know, <laughs> so hypothetically, if I were to do something, let's say you're MSL, would you then have to take the heat for it wherever you go and have like a scarlet letter on you? Yes, and I think you do because you keep ties with that person up until it's made more public than what and than your circle. You feel me? Okay. Um, and MSL and Chasen had ha- had a relationship after Chasen was a- accused, a fit, a-, 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 a prosecuted, and-, and and stamped. The the situation with that is is that it gets tricky. It gets tricky for the simple fact is, yeah, nigga, if you a sex offender, I'm not going to fuck with you, bro. Yeah, and, I mean. But, but, but that's not the now. case, though. Remember, so did not fuck with Chasen, man. Uh-huh. That's the thing. And, that, and that's scummy. If we if we think of sex offender as he did some pedophilia shit. But, you know, also sex offender could be Chasen's was pedo- Chasen's was pedophilia, was, was child. Okay. Was, was, was under was under was, was, was okay. under age. At that point, then it's like, all right, we gotta kind of judge, you know, the fruit by its vine. You it's know, a, it's, a, got, it's you a, know, a broad painted brush here. Birds of a feather, you know. 
And and I'm not saying that my thing is is that I'm not gonna paint Jared as you know a, an aid and abetting a sex offender. I'm blaming Jared for the simple fact that once you knew what he was about, regardless of his side of the story, the law says he's something. I myself as a brand can't be attached to that. Can't fuck with you. Yeah, I feel you. That that's not smart. That's not good business. That's not logic. You feel me? And usually we got yeah. a segment on the show called Business and Logic. And like, let's you know, that's not smart business. And to to keep it a buck, MSL and MLW kept contact and kept using Chase's gym and his ring down here in Florida. Until it got public knowledge when Kenny Omega used said same ring and he got blamed for it. And Kenny came out on Twitter and Kenny said, yo, um, I do apologize. Um, now, Kenny, you know, I think he distanced himself from them uh, when, it, when that happened and rightfully so. Um, yeah, so with that being said, I think Kenny, I think when, when, when Kenny did it, it made MLW sever ties. And then now since that happened, you know, they, they've never, you know, they've distanced themselves for years per se, you know what I mean? And, and that's the approach that they're coming from where that's furthest from the truth. You know what I mean? And my thing is Saeed's point is, is that he's trying to bring out the truth. So if somebody's trying to bring out the truth and you didn't continuously lie about it, then you don't look good. You don't. Yeah, you don't absolutely. look good. I, absolutely. I, I, and they're saying that his motivation is over five dollars. I mean, that sounds unlikely. <laughs> I just say. And, and they said he wanted to sign day, for three hundred thousand. Come I on, man. I, at the end of the day, the dispute. I think it's deeper than. I think it's deeper than the, the MSL thing with, with chasing. I mean, for Saeed to talk about it, is it just because he signed the contract, he already knew MSL, you know, worked with them. So, I mean, so from, from, from I would think that he knew before he signed a contract that, hey, you know, this guy works here. Or did he sign it to expose them? Or, I mean, I'm not sure what, can, you know. Like, I'm not sure what the motivation, because you're motivation right. Motivation is, exactly. Because, because so, um, I, I do and, feel and, like. You know, that's, I, between them, that's business, too. So, it's between them. What went down, and you know, maybe he was just like, you know what, I'm not comfortable working for these people. And 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 with that being said, I think maybe he knew about MSL, and you know, because let's keep it a buck. This is not the first time MSL's name has came up as being somewhat as a focal point and some and some smut behavior. You feel me? Like yeah. MVP. You know, uh, and I won't, you know, the scuttlebuck with that, but MVP in court had an issue for the simple fact that, you know, as the president or, uh, of the company, owner of the company, that's who MVP done business with. Well, when, when you got a Johnny Ace working for you, then you kind of don't have to get your hands dirty. Yeah. And so with that being said, you know what I mean, MSL has been in disputes with wrestlers before as being caught up in the middleman situation. So my thing with him is is that he seems to always put himself and fall on the sword. At what point in time as a man do you fall on the sword for your own shit? 
You know what I mean? Uh, like it, you, 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 you're not falling on the sword for nobody else, but but for no for nothing. You ain't falling on the sword for nothing else but somebody else's shit. You feel me? So yeah. like like that that ain't as a man as a man. I can't fuck with you like that. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's not right for him to fall, you know, it's fall always on him. But, you know, so at, at the end of the day, you know, you make your bed, you lie in it. You know, clearly, you know, his, his role there has been has become um, very, very vital to, to the goings on of MLW. And he has a, a prominent role. So it's not as easy as, you know, hey, you know what, just get out of here, find somebody else to sit in that spot. They've been working for how many years, you know, in case, you know, you know, you work there as well. You saw it from build from the ground up, and you only build with people that you trust. So it's hard; it's easier said than done to be like, you know, uh, just switch people in and out when it's something that's new and growing. But when it, when it gets to the point where people are actually speaking out on your business ties, that's not a good look. No matter what you say with business, no matter what you want to say with logic, it's not good publicly. It just makes your whole organization look bad. You know, and then the, then now outside he's now you know he's not signed anymore. They released him, and I and I can't wait to see where he goes. He's such a talent. So I mean, wherever he goes, I'm probably gonna tune in and uh, definitely t- uh, take a look, uh, see if they get to work with him. But I was looking forward to seeing him uh, in MLW, honestly. So well, you know, uh, hopefully, they, they, you know, he lands somewhere else. That's I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure you know with this happening, uh, it's gonna take a while for someone to kind of do something with him but i think it would be i think it would be more than likely aew that would do so um i think aew will for sure give him a chance um after this kind of wears off and then honestly who knows you know what i mean it seems to be like when black people do certain stuff like that they don't get the second chance you feel me? I don't know why AEW hasn't reached out to uh, 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 um, ACH. Jordan Miles? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. Jordan oh, Miles is a slave name. That. You feel me? That's a slave yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, with ACH, uh, honestly, uh, I'm looking forward to, I mean, this uh, This wasn't as burn the bridge as ACH, hopefully, uh, and it really, it has some merit as far as you know, if it's speaking to uh, a scummy behavior where, you know, there's associations with a, with a known sex offender. So uh, I, I hope that people this wouldn't give him a scarlet letter in the business as somebody who's, like, maybe um, not cooperative or whatever. So that's the only thing I can see negative that can come with this on his end. But if he choose, if he chooses to speak out and that's who he is, uh, then I'm sure he he understands the consequences, and uh, I think that hopefully AEW does give him good luck because I would love to see him in that and that crop of you know young talented people over there at AEW trying to build something. He'll be a good new talent. We we're just talking last week about new talent coming in and you know somebody they could push on the show to create their own stars. So he'll be a, definitely a, a good addition if that was the case. But yeah, um, moving forward. You know, we'll see where everything lands with MLW, but I don't see much. I don't think anything's going to change with them. Um, I don't think too much is going to change with them either. But with that being said, it just speaks to the fact that during this time, this is a time of uh, renaissance and and individuality. You feel me? Like a lot of people are not following the cookie court cutter norm no more. You know what I mean? Like. 
And if somebody does burn a bridge, then so so fucking what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it's a bridge burn, it's a bridge burn. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I lit fire to that motherfucker for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I I think you know, and and I think that goes into you know, rolls into my burning of a bridge with. Just the the logic of wrestling as a whole right now, where a lot of things don't make sense. You're not putting the safety and wellness of people um, at the forefront. You know, you got situations happening that, you know, um, in all different corporations, different companies of some sort of corruption. And then you bring it down here to this manifest bubble of Florida where AEW and WWE, they, they, they seem to just find a way to try to make money. And I think that you're already making money in the sense that you are able to run television. You're able to film. You're able to bring large gatherings together in quotation marks. You're able to, Why are you pushing the envelope? But now we praise AEW for having their talent, right? People that were already there in the crowd. We praise them for that. That's fine, right? Because everybody that's there is already tested. Everybody there has already been went through the protocol and shit like that. WWE was the one that fell behind. WWE is playing catch up, right? And so they bring their people in. Come to find out they're not even testing their people. So you telling me that people are rustling, sweating, breathing, off, bleeding on each yeah. other, and, and you're not tested. And then not only are they rustling and, and that you got people that are non-essential, you put them in a crowd that you're not testing. So that's reckless on one end. You feel me? Now, because, because it's been four months, right, of abnormalcy, People want to just move forward with life as we know it, right? So AEW is setting in a protocol to bring fans back into wrestling, right? Those who are willing, right? People who should be willing not to go to a fucking wrestling event, but because they're just starved to, like, do something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's go to a wrestling event. So AEW is putting together a protocol and ran that to see how that goes. And they were... They were people who were already there, but people who are already there who signed waivers not to get tested to see like it's it's like if you're there get tested. If you're not yeah. gonna get tested, don't be like that is the point. You know what I mean? Like that's the Yeah, we talked about it last week, man. It's the whole it goes back to the whole, you know, you know, bodies over numbers over bodies, you know. So whether it's rating numbers, whether it's money dollar month you know, money numbers, whether it's, you know, the, the billions and billions that Vince is going to get from Fox and the USA or, you know, or the money he gets in Saudi, he's going to put his dollars over bodies. And we've seen this repetitively over and over again. And it's not just Vince, you know, AEW moved on. And I think that they kept on going with the best protocols they, they, they came up with, um, testing people to come in. So i have given them credit on that. And, you know, uh, so at the end of the day, I honestly... It's just a whole shit show, and people are trying to make the best of it. And, and I'm not going to shit on the companies too bad, because this is something, as a global pandemic, we don't have any protocol for a global pandemic. 
Um, we would have had a protocol if our president, if our president <laughs> take it away, guy. It was Obama set it in place six years ago, nigga. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that everybody, this is America, right? America, they do what they want. You know, <laughs> we over here in Florida, people going going to the beach, they don't care, man. So. And with Vince going to be the guy who's going to bribe, you know, the governor to, you know, make him an essential business over here. And then you have AEW, you know, oh my gosh, shut down, but they're still doing their shows. Uh, I think it has to do with it all about the dollar, dollar bill, yo, and their, their TV contracts. Because they're, they're, you know, if they can't go on, they will go on. Especially with a vulnerable space with AEW where if they lose an audience, you never know if that audience is coming back. They're very new. You know, so um, I don't, we're not going to shit on them so bad. But what I do think is that they should have had masks from jump. You know, if that if the people if they did their research and said, hey, you know, uh, Max will make you make you more safe and, and 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 there's no there's no harm in it. They should have been the leader and said, hey, everybody wear a mask instead of saying one week, hey, don't wear the mask on TV. Next week, hey, you're fine if you get ma- if you if you if you don't wear a mask because I think and mind you, I'm going to give you credit for this because I think you spoke this into existence. With people having to wear masks at, uh, and being ma- ma- mandatory to do them, so they heard you, you know, because they're taking it what we're saying, and they're they're gonna react on whether it's us on Twitter, whether it's us as, as fan base, uh, as employees. I'm sure they listen to their employees. They want to wear masks in the crowd, you know. Now there's people that are, they're wearing masks, um, and now they're making it a fine if they don't. I think it's the, it's, it's moving in the right direction for people who are concerned about coronavirus, which you have talked talk about last week. Now, if they have to keep moving business along due to their their own masters, the TV company, you know, then they have to do at least the just do of making it as best of an environment so people don't catch anything, and that that's what testing and that's what wearing masks, and if you can social distance. My my thing with the the TV contracts, what are the TV execs telling them? Don't put masks on TV. No, that was that was more to speak on why they're even doing the shows in general. Oh well, you I know, mean, like, I, you know. so we've came to that conclusion, right? So, like, okay, fine. If like, if if people are going to lose jobs, and if you know, and and you know, somebody want to say, who cares if a wrestler loses job? Well, most of these wrestlers are us. You know what I mean? Like, they have shoot jobs, and some guys are just super athletic, and they are able to fucking make a living off that athleticism. Like, who hates yeah. on that? You feel me? Like, yeah. But my, my, you know, like we said, like wrestling isn't essential. But if you're going to find a loophole, it's a loophole. Because if I find a loophole, I'm going to use it. You feel me? I feel you. I feel Vince on that, too. You know what I mean? But, again, like it's stupid to be selling masks on a WWE network. And you don't want your people to wear a mask in the building. And it's completely reckless for you to have anybody in your arena or in your facility that you have not tested if you have the ability to test, I'm pretty sure if the government has allowed you to be essential for business. They have provided you with enough testing to make your business be essential, right? So with that being said, those people who are coming into your building or coming into your facility or coming into because they aren't. It's it's you either going to Jacksonville or you going to the PC, right? It's no travel no more, right? So. You should just have this. This just standard. It should be standard. Once the governor said that you can run wrestling, and them niggas sent the first batch of government aided testing, you should have test every single body that came through. It shouldn't have been six weeks until somebody had to out you, or you have an outbreak within the company. Because if you test people, 
then it can probably, you know, recommend that that person don't come to fucking work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that kind of works that way. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. it's... And, and, yeah, and with that being said, uh, and we, I, I completely get you. Like, they should have been testing a long time ago. You know, but to lend hand to AEW, they have been testing a long time ago. So you got to give them credit on that front. Can you not? I mean, I'm, I can... I mean, it's just... Am I giving them credit for being essential? No problem. No, bro, I'm not giving. Bro, it's not a it's not an AEW or WWE thing, man. I know, I know, I know. No, no, but this is my thing, bro. Like, I'm giving you credit. Like, I'm gonna give credit for writers writing good shit, my nigga. Like, I'm gonna, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that's your job. Your job is to make the people that come into your thing safe, my nigga. Like, if a nigga got to do a hundred Spanish flies before he can do a Spanish fly on TV, then you should be able to put a fucking cotton swab up his nose, my nigga. Yeah, I mean, so... And speaking of, you know, Taz called that shit out. Taz was on the mic. He was like, yo, we don't run a sloppy show. Oh my god, let's talk about Taz, how hot that nigga looked in that fucking turtleneck. Bro, you're in Florida, nigga. Outside, you wearing a fucking turtleneck with a suit jacket, nigga? With sneakers. He couldn't even uh, finish the ensemble. With, he nigga, he wore he wore he wore the Skechers, the Skechers, yeah. you know, the, the Joe Montana joints, man. He's trying to be, he's trying, in case he had to get out there quickly, you know, he's just being nimble. He, he wore the kicks, you know. <laughs> nimble, them knees ain't nimble, nigga. <laughs> ain't shit, nigga. Look how thick that nigga neck is, nah, nigga. Ain't man. shit nimble. You know what's funny, tass, I, I, I talk about them not shining out there on WWE all the time. They should just stick to their own thing, you know, focus on AEW. But this call out. I thought it was a subtle jab that I didn't have. A, I didn't have a problem. Oh my gosh! How do you I backtrack on? You always backtrack on your statements because you love AEW so much. <laughs> and man. I love AEW, bro. Is that listen? It was a subtle jab, which I think that in this day and age wrestling, we are talking about real. Like everybody knows what happened in in the in the with, at, at the PC with the outbreak. Everybody knows. So. If it's something you want to use for a little bit of juice and a promo, go for it, man, at this point. At this point, they already, uh, you know... They but prepared, CT, you know, they it had nothing to do with it. Brian Cage is... Listen, if, if I can see if it was a ratings jab or if it was a... But my thing is, first of all, you're taking a jab at people being reckless with health. That That's just like you make it like, you know what I mean? Like, that that's... That's almost saying you're doing do-to-do to somebody that might have a, a, a disability, like, right? WWE's retired. We don't have to call it out. You feel me? Like, I think that's, a, that's the thing. I so. think that that's why I like it because it's just, you know, they, they, they can lose a range where, but they can talk some shit, too. You know, so, like, you know what? I mean, it's fine, man. Actually, I don't like them calling out the ratings war. Like, MJS promo the week before, like, oh, we're in a ratings war, you know, and, and I'm the, you know, the highlight of it. I don't like them calling that shit out. Just do do a great show, but if you're saying, hey, that you run your shit a certain way, and you, as a company, and that company didn't run their shit the proper way, I would say, yo, just give them that little job. I'm like, yo, we, we didn't have to, we didn't have to have that happen here, you know. And they got fans, and they're still on their shit with the with the camera angle and everything. So they've been doing that for a minute, and they never get they didn't get an outbreak. So there's that. I'm just saying. I, I mean, let's I'm let's. I, I, I'm gonna give them credit for them 
not having an outbreak. Yes. Let's, oh, there you go. Let's, the, thank, <laughs> thank you, AEW, for people not contracting the virus. You know what I mean? It was all your fucking brilliance, my nigga. I, okay. <laughs> okay. Now let's talk about that shitty-ass promo that you just gave. Thanks to nigga. Taz came out there looking like a broke-ass Paul Heyman while Cage... <laughs> Wore a fucking polo. Nigga, you're Brian Cage. I would never wear a fucking shirt. And again, you're in Florida. One nigga's wearing a fucking turtleneck, and the other nigga who has the physique of a fucking god wears a polo. I hate these niggas, man. Oh, God. I mean, you should. They're heels. I mean, there you go. Honestly, I mean, I'm not that. I'm not sure if, you, if, you're, if you're looking to see that match. But, hey, I, I'm not I'm not minding the Brian Cage task pairing. I said when it first happened. I think it's all right, you know. So I it think it's all right. Crazy promo, but it wasn't what it didn't need to do. I think it would be all right if my guy would just, if Taz would have, if Taz wasn't a manager, right? If Taz was just speaking up for his homie. You feel me? Like, if. If that makes sense, right? If we don't have to fall into the lane of managers or valets or something like that, like oh, if Taz is a if, if, if Taz is an OG from Red Hook of Brooklyn, right? Taz can come on and be like, yo, this is my nigga right here. He gonna take this shit over. Yeah, you know I mean, like y'all be on the lookout. Uh, Brian Cage, yeah. nasty with it, and then like some shit like that. But you coming out and with the fucking suit and the shades. Switching your towel and your mic hand to hand because you don't know how to fucking do both. Like, I pay attention to shit like that. Yeah, you know I mean? Good, good, good. I'm glad you're seeing that. I mean, this is Taz's first time being a manager, I think, in his career. If I'm not mistaken, he probably had maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But Taz, I think, could do very well in this role. Like, I don't, I'm not a huge guy of Taz being on the, on the, on the, the announce table. I was never what? a big fan of Taz on the announce table. No. Nigga, Taz and Michael Taz, Cole was the best manager, fandom. He can give the... I think he's better on the, as a... He did great promos at ECW, you know? That's what I love Taz the most. Like his, you know, uh, Survive If I Let You. Um, Beat kinda, Me If You, know, you Can, kinda, kinda Survive deal. If I Let You. Yeah, you know, so I thought it was kind of kind of cool. So I think he can deliver a promo for a guy like Brian Cage who probably needs to work on that. Maybe he can help him develop a character. He's there to facilitate interest in Brian Cage, though, and, and, and facilitate interest in not selling the match that Brian Cage is going to have with somebody. You know, so that's what he's there for. I think he's, he can grow in that role, and I think he's not doing a terrible job yet. You know, I like, can I tell you one look. thing: it's the chicken shits. <laughs> I mean, he made a point. I mean, Dean, Dean Ambrose could have he got tested. For two weeks in a row, he said, he's like, no, nah, he's afraid to come in. And he's just extending the promo, honestly, this week. You can't really. You have to just extend it. Or because Dean Ambrose's shoot wife got fucking COVID. And, that's you know, what I'm trying to say. That's what, like, yeah, they had to, they, that's why. They couldn't say that. They just had to say. I mean, why not could have said You said everything else, nigga. You want to talk about <laughs> ratings, wars, and you fucking, what? you know what I mean? Like, right. what? You're right, you're right. That would have been a and better job like, than that, nigga. Oh, Moxley, you scared right. to show up because your wife is sick? Like that would have been that would have been All it, right. nigga. Like instead All of right. you know we don't I run a sloppy like show. Like yeah, you do because you got people that's not being tested on the fucking upper deck. So shut up. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So uh, uh, I feel you know that would have been a would been a good job. But um, yeah. that that show again. So Fighter Fest was Wednesday and it was counter program with Great American Bash on NXT. Real quick, before we get to Great American Bash NSC, I just want to give a shout-out to the talent division once again with AEW. I want to see a match with FTR, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, 
page, and I want to see it be like a TLC match. I don't want to get me that shit. I'm locked in. Even if it's not, even if it's just like you know a three way dance kind of deal, I'll tune in to watch that tag team title match. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. I don't want that. I don't want all of them together because if that's the, so so think about it this way. Adam Page and Kenny Omega are better as singles. Are they good tag team champions right now? Correct. Now, if you want to talk about the tag team division, let's talk about the tag team division that can actually be something, right? Because I need those two to split. So if you want to talk yeah, about... eventually it will happen. Well, but, I mean, yeah. you want to talk about what you want to see. I want to see FTR versus Lucha Bros versus the Bucks because I think uh, at uh, some point in time... FTR and the Young Bucks. I don't know what they're doing right now with this program. Like, I don't know why the Young Bucks and FTR are kind of buddy buddy. I th- I thought FTR was supposed to just come in and just be like, yeah, my yeah, we're the best tag team. Like, we don't want to be teammates. Like, I don't know. I, what's... I wish they came in and they just took them out. Like, y'all been talking shit for years. Exactly. Like that. I don't get why they're fucking better, buddy buddy you know? right now. Yeah, I, I don't now like, it's like that shit. Competition. And then, like I said, now you know you got like I, I and like you say, you want to give you want to give credit to the tag division. I like the tag division. I lo- the Butcher, the Blade, uh, Lucha Bros, Pirate Party, um, you know what I mean. Uh, best friends, um, uh, you know, SCU, you know, Dark Order. Um, they have a strong unit. Um, I do think that Pirate Kenny Party. and Page. I would like Kenny and Page to break up as early as next week. I would like private party. <laughs> I would like private party to win the titles if they could, uh-huh. and yeah. uh, you know what I mean. And I, I would, would go the long route with private party. I would build them up to a moment, you know, and give it some at a big show. I think that would be dope. I think right now they're just establishing the tag division, and pretty much all the divisions they're really just establishing. Give a great foundation with Kenny and Page. Have them split, split, drop it to a team like FTR, and then you have Lucha Bros, FTR, Young Bucks. Really, that trio kind of three-headed leader of the pack with the, with the tag division and just build private party throughout the ranks until they get that down the line. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 that's their best, that's the best division in AEW right I now. I mean, that's the best honest. thing. That, I mean, because look at Fighter Fest first night, man. Okay, listen. I don't know. I don't fuck with Meltzer. You know I ain't never read a thing that fucking yeah. Meltzer pull out, right? So this nigga gave MJF and Wardlow Versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, 4.25 stars. Don't be wrong. Nigga, he gave Elon Sasha (laughs) 3.75. He gave Oni Lorcan and... I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. He gave fucking... uh, 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 Thatcher. uh, Thatcher and only 1.75, nigga. Yo, Thatcher, he's my freaking character spotlight this week, yo. Gotcha. This beast. guy's gonna be it, man. Beast. He's a, he's something else. Beast. He's a beast, man. He's, he's a, a fucking he's a fucking animal, dog. Uh, and shout out to Oni. That was a great match. Shout, that was yeah. a fucking great match. So when you talk about counter programming, you know, with the two, um, I was heavy on NXT. They brought it. They opened up. You can tell. I you cannot tell me that that I can I can say that MJF and t- tag match was was good. But that fatal four-way elimination match with Tegan uh, Knox finally getting the win over Dakota Kai and, and, and going to the NXT championship match, that that worked. 
That was a yeah, good. Yes, it was good. That, and then a strap match went a little bit long, but I like that. Um, uh, 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 and 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 we talked about only a fucking Thatcher, nigga. Uh-huh. And the main event, I, the night one of Great American Bash won for me because yeah, you I put that so up too. against Jake Hager and 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 Cody. I'm sleep, nigga. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> we saw that happen on main event, bro. <laughs> it just, it just, and it, and I and I gave it a chance. I didn't, I, I wasn't a fan of the match. Uh, that's just my opinion personally. Uh, no hate, but uh, it, honestly, when it comes down to it, I think that we knew when. I think, I think, I, I think Sasha's in draw. But not only that, but I think that with the pack of matches they had on NXT, it made you feel like you needed to tune in. And then they even have a great package with Keith Lee and um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole that built up, you know, their previous year that they had and put it like this is a culminating match for them as these two, uh, you know, uh, guys who have pretty much had moments in NXT over the past year. And I'm excited to see the match. I cannot wait. So, yeah, it's been it's been a good week of wrestling, man. It's been, and, I, and I like, yeah, but NXT definitely won for sure. I'm not, I'm not going to even hold you on that. Yeah. Um, there's some moments in, in AEW that work with something there. But uh, definitely, you know, Sheeta, of course, Sheeta's nice. But I don't think that girl brought the best out of her in that match, uh, Penelope before. So the women's division is still simmering over there. Uh, but, yeah, AEW is one of the And I think if Kenny's going to be an agent there, then I think it's best that they do an angle where Adam Page kind of takes Kenny off, off of TV for a while so Kenny can solely... Remember like how I said with Cody, right? Cody, if you're going to run a company, you can't wrestle, right? Kenny, if you're going to age into the, to the women and get that division and write storylines that matter and build them up and stuff like that, it's hard for you to do your shit and they shit too. It's hard. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I yeah. think I think you, you can take some time off, man. Like wrestling, yeah. wrestling is everything, man, but everything ain't wrestling. No, I mean, everything no, is the, wrestling, but that's part of wrestling is being the agent. Like I feel like... If you no, got no. an injury angle where Hangman Page took him out and he was able to help these women, like, you know, build a foundation and, and really, you know, age it from it. I mean, maybe he can do it all, but honestly, that's just being, that's just utilization of your roster to this mask of capabilities. Even if uh, when Cody drops it, you know, he takes a step back a little bit and says, you know, let me just try to, you know, scope this from the zoom out a little bit, try to manage this shit. That'd be, that'd be dope. And, you know, obviously the young bucks have their place in that as well. So whenever they, you know, can take some time off and zoom out and, you know, we already saw them go off with Twitter, which maybe was a, a piece of that saying, but let's take my step, take a step back on this. I think that, uh, that would work, you know? So that is an option where, you know, and down the line, I hope that they do take that, that as to, to heart and take some time to really, uh, you know, tighten this shit. Because I think there's a lot of great players there, man. For real. I think there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. Um, so with that with with, with that um with that being said, shit. Um um this week is SmackDown, right? Because SmackDown was our latest show, right? We talked about AW, we talked about NXT, right? Um uh, SmackDown. I know we give props to Riddle, and Riddle has his shit going on on social media as well. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's that thing is getting ugly by the day. But what was ugly was that promo of flip flops, nigga. He could have kept that shit, bro. We gonna be objective. You know what I mean, bro, our nigga, fam. But 
Nigga, that promo about I like flip flops and freeze frame or whatever the fuck it was. Man. Yeah, he had a frostbite or something, you know. I'm not sure who wrote that for him. I don't know who wrote it either, nigga. Do you think this is a true story? That that's three silly. <laughs> oh lord. I mean, hey, you know what? You, I think that him and Baron Corbin was a good start with him on the roster, though. No, I'm down with him and Baron. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Baron's what you a mean, great no, heel. Bro, everybody that tell me who Baron made, who helped, who he helped. Baron helped. Uh, Get over, I think that he's a good foil. No, get, the time no being. man, they got enough good foils. Baron shouldn't be it. If Riddle comes in with AJ, then why the fuck it can't be AJ? Right? Right, right. What's the point? What's the point of debuting this guy? What's the point of bringing him in? What's the point of Jeff Hardy and New Day fist bumping him and shit like that for him to be with fucking Baron Corbin, nigga? All right. All right. So you think they just keep the whole thing with him and AJ? Nigga, it's the best utilization if you want to consider that you want to make money with this nigga. Right? You ain't going to make no money with him and Baron Corbin, nigga. Baron Corbin, did, be. Baron Corbin but with Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Daniel Bryan. Roman? Roman. Oh, my God. That went for Every time that nigga get with somebody, it's like four months, nigga. It's like a bad marriage, nigga. It's horrible. Yeah, I'm not going to say we should... Put him in that t- title wave, of, you know, or that that cyclone of barrenness. I don't want him there. But the match is a good, it's a good win. He's a heel, gets the rub, you know. And uh, okay, so if you want to say become champion, if you want to you know? say that's I mean, a good sure when match, that match is going to happen down the line. We all know it's going to happen, though. That's not a. But, if you want to say that's a good match, that's a good match. But don't say that's a good feud because feud okay. means weeks and months and fucking. Tied, tied together, you know what I mean? I got you, that, I got that, you. That, I think that it's going to be something that they can show some character with on the mic, and he's a good guy to, you know, do that with, with his Ken gimmick and whatnot. So, um, and he calls himself, you know, the king of bros, so maybe he steals his crown and shit. I thought there's things you can do some lays in, so that's all I'm trying to say. Outside of that, um, age, speaking of AJ... AJ and Gulak had one fucking hell of a match, nigga. That fucking Styles clash out of nowhere, nigga. That's come on, come on, fucking Maga Styles. Show us where you get that strip from, my nigga. The slip. <laughs> uh, AJ's always been phenomenal, man. He, he just and he at the age. He's still killing it. So uh, props to AJ, yoga man. working like a motherfucker. I wanted to see Daniel Bryan take the title. I really did, but I mean. AJ just he's just he's good at what he does, man. AJ. And he's gonna make. Like, I think with him having the title, he's gonna put a lot of people in a good spot to have great matches and get them some great looks at going forward. Some of these, uh, like Drew Gulak, for instance, we saw him with Matt already. I'm, I'm, we're gonna see him probably with other people like Big E. I would love to see what AJ does with Big E going forward. You know, like that'd be ill. Uh, I I think if Big E faces AJ, it gotta be like a. Again, like a match, because it can be a few. It only be a few. Like, Big E can be a double. Uh, Big E's a double champion with the IC title, and uh, but just having a match, I think, will work. Uh, he got to drop that tag title, though. I yeah. think they got to drop that to somebody, because the, the, Raw, the, the Raw and SmackDown tag divisions are just stagnant right now. You know, they're just treading water. And I think that they have Angel... Um, 
Garza and, and Alberto working their ass off and that took you know Andrade, 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 my bad. Angel, Angel Garza and um, Andrade, you know, working their asses doing double duty uh, segments every week. So they're trying to heat them up for the tag division. I'm down to see them and Street Profits eventually uh, link up. But right now, it seems like things are kind of like real stagnant with both tag divisions. So, yeah, drop the titles from New Day to Shinsuke and, and, and Cesaro. Fine. I want to see Big E go do his own thing. I mean, at least, you know, Big E and Kofi, you know, figure, you know, how they're going to do it. But I want to see Big E get a singles push. Um, I, I, this. I guess this would be the best time to do it. You feel me? Um, honestly, if anything, I would want Biggie to go after Braun. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. like, because I think, I think Braun's gonna beat Bray. You feel me? Um, I will. He gonna beat him definitely in this match, which I wanted to ask you about because I was curious. What do you feel about this being another cinematic match with, with Bray Wyatt? Think it's gonna, they're going back I'm to the I'm going to fucking love it. It's what I wrote, nigga. It's what I wanted to see. It's what WWE Films has. Did you see that fucking promo? Did you see that package? That opening shot, nigga? That's what I want. That's my monologue. That's, I'm going to go back and watch it that, again. That's, that's, nigga, I think they have the, the keys right now, as DJ Khaled would say, to make something... Better than the final deletion, better than the House of Horrors, because um, everything that they tried to do with Bray hasn't worked, right? It hasn't okay. worked. You know what I mean? But I, I think I think he's working perfectly now with the Fiend character. No, I think him going back home. I think this. I think what you. I, what I know is Bruce, right? I mean, I haven't like I don't know Bruce to, under years or something like that, but. What I know of working with Bruce and hearing of something in the rest of it of what he produced, I trust his eye. So I trust, if I trust anybody in WWE to produce Bray Wyatt as Bray Wyatt sees himself to be produced, it's Bruce Pritchard. So I have faith in that. So I'm not even scared of that right now. I love it. I love what they're doing. All right, so I'm going to tune in. You know, we both love Bray Wyatt. I'm tuning in. I can't wait to see it. Um, but I don't see I don't see Bray winning it. I hope that he, it gets extended to SummerSlam and he's a fiend. And it's like some kind of stipulation match where he can actually take it. Because I think there's more. You get more out of Bray being... Uh, do you get more out of Bray being champion or do you get more out of Braun being champion? I think there's more with Bray. I think, I mean... But you get more again, out of Bray. The belt. You get, get more out of Bray being a champion for the simple fact that it's hard for anybody to defeat a monster other than a monster. Because at this point in time, if it only a monster can beat a monster, or you're making a super over baby face right now, and at this point in time, who who like. Braun is the baby face. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, what, he's already there. So mm-hmm. what heel is going to overtop a monster right now? You know what I mean? So, it, would, it would have to be... Uh, it has to be them bringing Brock back, or it would have to be somebody like Big E. You know? And, and I, I, you know, I think Big E versus either one, Braun or Bray, could be a story that would be told... That we would tune in and watch and be like, all right, if Biggie can beat this 
this competitor, Bray or Braun, for the championship, you know, he, and he take the title, that would be a huge moment for him. You know, so I think going forward, obviously we got Sheamus on the roster still. We got Jeff Hardy on the roster still. I don't know if they're going to be pushing him towards that route where they're going to be champion anytime soon. But I can see them also going there just to have him, you know, work with some people. You know, if they're going to keep pushing the Braun thing. Because Braun holding the title for a long time makes sense. He's a big dude. You know, nobody's coming at him. But I honestly think for character purposes for your show, I want that title on Bray to build any type of angles with these. Especially him, him, Bray versus New Day had legs. I think we could be extended with a Bray versus Biggie or or even Kofi. I think I think for the most part, like you say, Russ is in a good spot. But with this particular feud with Bray and Braun, I bro, I wrote this shit three years ago. Like I wanted this shit three <laughs> years ago. So they can run it yeah. as long as they fucking can, as long as it makes sense, right? And I think the crossover appeal of um, Braun beating regular Bray Wyatt, right? Like the, the regular Bray Wyatt, and then now Braun possibly getting to his old nemesis of, um, you know, the Swamp Bray Wyatt, the, the Eater of Worlds Bray Wyatt, and then finally reaching the final level of the Fiend. Like, I, I love, I, again, yes, do that shit. You feel me? Like, run that shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, I want to, while we on SmackDown, I want to talk about the fucking women's division. My God, Sasha Bailey never leave my sight, bro. Them niggas, <laughs> man. Sasha looks so good, man. And <laughs> Bailey wrestled in fucking bands, nigga. Like it was fucking like these niggas are the best, bro. They the best. Bro. You said you've been saying that they've been good together for the past couple of weeks. And then you're like, you know, I think they've been together. You think you said they've been good together since Sasha joined her side back in. Last year, you know, when she came back, tell me one match during that time period or moment that you remember, because I don't think they've been that good until now, recently. What do you mean one match? What, what do you mean one match that you like, remember? If they were, if they've been good together since they got together. Before, I mean, I, the, the what was anything I, good from that? Yeah, the I remember the fucking WrestleMania bill, right where. Uh, Paige had introduced. We thought it was going to be division then, and Paige had introduced a six pack person match. And the last person that they introduced was Sasha Banks. And like, we was like, oh, the fine, we finally going to get it. Like, we didn't get it then. They put our drawstrings in. Um, shit, that just, got you, man. Nah, that didn't get me. I mean, it didn't. Uh, it didn't get me. But I'm saying, as far what are you talk, I mean, it starts as progression because before then, Bailey's heel work wasn't. Th- Bailey's heel work was. Was wasn't there, and I think the time that she spent with Sasha was necessary because Sasha is the best when she's a heel. So Sasha and 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 Bailey being together as close as they are, work and and Bailey actually wanting to do this right. This is Bailey yeah. wanting to be heel and putting in the fucking intricacies and shit like that. Work yeah. bringing the rose plant back as her finisher. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? Like uh uh like like and. On the mic, nigga, they have been golden. Those little segments of them fucking cheering each other on, filling each other's yeah. sentences, mother, like being yeah, like, like it's been fucking lie. great. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, I turned the corner within the past couple weeks on them, though. I, I, but it wasn't good back then. It really wasn't good pairing for a while. I'm gonna be honest, it wasn't. But now I turned the corner, and maybe it's just. 
I'm just being honest, you know. But now, Bailey and Sasha, I can see them going a little bit more uh, for a couple of months now with this act. I feel like they've gotten it now, you know, rather than before where it just was kind of awkward the entire time. It was awkward. Even though they're friends, it was just it was played out and awkward, the shit that they were doing. But now I think they got a little bit more uh, free reign, and they are definitely making the best of their time out there. So... I'm excited, bro. I mean, I'm not, I, and I'm excited for Nikki Cross to get a look with Bailey. So I like that too, so with the, with the uh, SmackDown Women's Division. So I'm, cause I, I mean, Nikki but Cross Bailey's doing exact Bailey's, shot. Huh? Bailey's doing exactly what she said she was gonna do. She said that she was gonna make the SmackDown Women's Division one of the best divisions in wrestling, and she said that she was gonna be one of the greatest champions in SmackDown history. Well, she's the longest reigning SmackDown champion in history right now. And she has put everybody on. Nobody's been made yet. Not one person. What do you mean nobody? It, listen, how it doesn't you you're not made when you wrestle a champion. I think that it's for the time being you're in the ring with her. You get a rub, but look, look what it did with Lacey Evans. She's not really relevant. Well, Lacey know, Evans, like, that's their fault. Lacey Evans not a fucking baby either. I, I'm so just that, saying, I'm, I'm, it's not that's the best women's division. That's it, what I'm saying. It is, like, the, it, and she's still working on that. I think it's, it's the best women's division where you're talking about Becky being on the other side, right? And we're talking about uh, when we're talking about Becky and Bailey on the other side. We can say pound for pound, they haven't made anybody but themselves, correct? We can say Becky has made herself the biggest fucking woman uh, or, or star of the company while 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 not putting anybody over, right? Because she hasn't made anybody. I mean, she wants to Asuka. She, I said she hasn't made anybody. Asuka was made. You know what I'm okay. saying? Making anybody. You feel me? Uh, Asuka, yeah, I feel you. So, and then you go, we go with Bailey. Now, I, I get it. But Bailey has a lot more to work with with less, if that makes any sense. She got Mandy, Sonya, uh, Lacey Evans. She got a lot of unproven commodities that she has to make look good and make yeah. the match relevant. Which Bailey can definitely do. Because I think that. Nigga, she had a match with best. Tamina, my she nigga. Got- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think what he said best. Bailey is, I think she's, she said he's not great. She's not great at everything, but she's good at everything. You know, so she's definitely like the quintessential worker, which is always, she, you know, needed in, in the business. But I just wish that her storytelling was a little bit better with, as far as what they've given her down the line, you know, with the writing. And that's not her fault. But uh, I right think now, it's, the, I think the, it's the long-term vision, too. I think that our bleeding is to figure out how they can split them, right? Because okay. right now, Sasha and Bailey are their best at heels. Which one turns on who? Right, because that's the key. That's the entry right now. Exactly, that's the intrigue, and, and yeah. I think that's why they're in flux because they seen how bad Sasha was as a baby, and you see how good Bailey is as a heel. So now you're like, "Fuck, man, do we we just run this up?" You know what I mean? Like, I, you, you know what I mean? Uh, to where we can make it? Like, if they really are writing, right? I think you turn Sasha heel. That's the yeah, you get the most out of it. That's that. Just you just turn Sasha Hill, and you get the most out of you have her go back to her, you know, ways like the boss from NXT, and have Bailey go back to, you know, not the, not to be a more mature, but you know, more you know mature version, but a baby face of of her, of, you know. So she's like she's grown from from the past. So I would love to see them go at it with Sasha as a heel again. I don't want to see her turn back to a baby face. But that is definitely the entry at this point, how they play it, how they do it, how creatively they're going to get there. That's 
to play with these girls. So yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. If we get that, you know, coming to SummerSlam, I'm in, I'm for Now, we just spent a lot of time on SmackDown because SmackDown has been continuously good. So has so, and and I and I want to say that about Raw to an extent, right? I didn't now, like the SmackDown episode of Undertaker stuff. To be honest, just to keep it. I going. mean, outside of that, that shit. Don't, I'm not counting that shit. Right. I'm not. I'm not right. counting that because that's an that's an anomaly of an episode for the simple fact that they were trying to again. You're doing the ratings ploy type thing, but as far yeah. as a wrestling show, writing the continuity of a wrestling show week to week storylines, telling and stuff like that. SmackDown has been on. Raw, um, I can say the same thing about that to an extent, like I said, because the only, the, 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 what's mattered to me is their mid-card title, right? I'm super excited about the United States Championship. Oh, for sure. Uh, the people involved in the United States Championship, uh, Apollo, Bobby, uh, Shelton was in there, MVP was in there. It looks like, you know, black people are running the United <laughs> States Championship title, but getting ran out of the United States, you know? <laughs> Yo, it's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure seeing it, and it's exactly what we asked for. We talk about representation on this show all the time, and representation matters. But to see kind of like have them all get an opportunity to be in a ring together and put on, you know, matches, uh, not only that, but they're telling a story with Apollo. So after this whole thing, Apollo's going to have some backstory to him. Apollo's going to be made. Gonna, huh? Apollo's going to be made. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have some backstory so we care. And we're, like, attached to him, you know. And seeing him go through his trials and tribulations is what bonds you to our character. So that's why I can't wait for um, an MVP, man. Like, come on. There's nothing, nothing can be said about this guy um, there with, with Bobby Lashley getting into their bag and kind of, like, really holding it on their, their, their camera shooting. And I think Bobby and MVP have... Great heaven, we've seen it from their days in BDC. Um, so yeah, they're just, it just looks like they're having a, a great run right now. So this is like what we actually. And honestly, you know what I mean. Uh, those mid, we talked about the IC title, AJ making it right now, um, MVP Apollo right now sitting around the United States Championship. That's what those titles are supposed to do. When you got a, when you got so much right on your roster, why not? Why not have, Why not put it on AJ and AJ made guys under him? And why not put it on Apollo and Apollo beat made guys to make him? Like, that's the ladder that you're supposed to be working on. You know what I mean? Um, I, and and, and I, I can't wait to see Asuka and Sasha. I know Sasha may not win the belt, but if they do the two-women power trip, my nigga, and they get all four belts, that's going to be something to see, my G. Oh, That's gonna be something to fucking see. Okay, I mean, because you know they Sasha never. And Bailey Austin and Triple H, H never really did it because Trips tore his quad. Like they uh, did it for a while. They did it for a while. Did, yo, if they put it on Sasha, <laughs> that might be where you go next and have us be like, all right, they gotta tune in to see what these ladies are doing. You know, in the tag division, they're running shit pretty much for the whole company in the women's division. So uh, with, without Charlotte here, without Becky here, they're proving. Their, their their spot and I, I mean I love what I'm seeing with these girls I'm gonna give them the props I'm proud and just happy to see them succeed so if Oscar loses to Sasha I love Oscar but I'm not mad I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad I'm not mad you know what you know what would be fire though if if Oscar loses the title to fucking Sasha 
and then her and Io go after the tag titles. Sasha and Io? Asuka and Io. Oh, Asuka and Io. Okay. Oh, that. <laughs> they already showed the the intertwined. Nope, they came, she came out there to help her. Help her friend. Um, NXT Championship. That would be, that will be fire. That will be fire. It makes sense. I'll, I'll, oh, I would like that. I would like that. Oh, man. Um, heading into, like I said, Raw, we talk about what we like. That's what I liked on there. I like the, I like the United States title. Um, other than that, I man. Think, no, yeah. Seth and Ray. You know, I, I I think that I can't wait for their, their eventual match. They're actually building a great storyline. I think they're doing some of the best storytelling in wrestling right now. And that's me. That's my opinion. I feel like Seth Rollins and Ray Mysterio is putting think, on some I, of the best storytelling. I think you can do that, and you don't have to tie up Humberto and Alistair. I don't like Humberto and Alistair being tied up in this, and I do want uh, uh, Murphy and and Theory to do the bidding for Seth, but I will want them to kind of focus on their own adversaries if they had some. Cause I of, wish Humberto and Alistair had their beef with them too. Like I think they do. They don't. But, it, but it's not it's not personal. So everything is through Ray. Exactly. And Seth. You know, so it's just kind of like, all right, I'm rolling my nigga. Like, you know, you're not going to just jump my dude. But uh, it definitely enhances Seth and Ray's angle, you know. And they are the veterans kind of putting everybody on right now and showing them how it's done, which I think that uh, Alistair will have his moment again. I think he's the star. Yeah. You know, he'll definitely, you know, uh, after this whole thing, he might even turn. If he if, if Alistair turns... You know we're gonna be tuning in for see how Alistair gets down. Alistair versus Drew needs to happen. I seen that on um, ICW. Um, I think it was ICW on on YouTube. That match slapped. They beat the shit out of each other. Okay. I, I would love to see that again. I would love okay. to see that on the ground. So Alistair and Drew. Now who's the heel though? Shit, Drew's kind of a cocky here right now, and he's taking on all comers. Alistair can just knock on that door, my name. Alistair, right. Alistair can say, yo, I've invited so many people. I just want to invite myself. He ain't even got to turn heel. <laughs> he ain't even got to turn heel. Alistair can be like, That's listen, true. man, I, 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 I just want to invite myself. Would you take All the right. challenge? Now, Drew can be Drew, a champion. Don't turn down no challenges. We can go off to the races then. All right. I see. All right. I want to see uh, Alistair Turk take a heel turn eventually. I'm not sure how that's going to be, but it should come. Especially with his dark, you know, aura. Like, it's kind of like dark, dark enigma. I want to see where he goes with it. With the satanic symbols and all that shit. Nah, you fuck know? that. So, not the satanic shit, man. Hell he already nah. does the satanic shit. He does like, it. All over his, it's all over his fucking nah, titantron and shit. Keep his that. name is spelled out in all the Satan letters. Keep, keep that <laughs> shit, man. Uh, Hell no. Nah. Well, um, what what else? Um, what else no, we got? Yeah, for- Raw's been doing great too. So when you say that SmackDown's been great, I can't say it without saying Raw. Raw's been actually more entertaining for me over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but I'm definitely tuning in SmackDown to see Matt and uh, see what they're doing with the um, tire division over there because obviously Sasha and Bailey been doing great, great work over there. Um, I'm not tuned in with the Dolph Ziggler Drew stuff. Just being quite honest, uh, that. I, I mean, Drew's going to pick a... I mean, Dolph is going to pick a stipulation this week coming up. And it doesn't matter what the stipulation is. That's the only thing I feel like. Uh, that's me personally. Now, you guys might be excited about that. That's that's all I got. Um, but, yeah. You got more, it. I think the wrestling is a good place. Huh? 
I was about to say you had to be talking to our audience because you know I ain't you know I don't care about no Dolph <laughs> Ziggler, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Um, yeah, let's do a book on black real quick. Yeah, I just saw um, the interaction this week on NXT with uh, Candice LeRae and me and him, and who we see, we saw our dude Swerve yes, back sir. there and link up with Johnny Gargano yes, on the sir. screen, um, and I'm looking. To book Swerve versus Johnny with Swerve going over, man. Honestly, I think that Swerve obviously threw him back, you know, threw me at him. He can get credibility for helping out a friend, but then it gets into a one on one angle with Johnny where it's just a one husband shit and they're just trying to, you know, uh, you know, you know it's over time, you know, just trying to be the better man. Uh, so, but Swerve got to get that, you know. I think that will make him as a staple in the. NXT roster as like a, I want to see him get a singles push towards the North American Championship, pretty much essentially. Um, you know, they kind of paint all the cruiserweights with one brush when it comes to character telling. Only the champion really feels like they build a character around. Maybe his competitor at the time, uh, but I think that's how you get swerved. You know, over time because we've seen him go with Johnny and Evolve. They've they've done that before. I think he's done work with him, great work there, and we know that Swerve. Has the ability to carry a program. We've seen him do it in Evolve. He's been champion there. We've seen him do it at MLW. Been champion there. So he definitely has a pedigree to be a show character and hold hold it down as the man. So I think a North American Championship run down the line will be uh, ideal. Maybe by WrestleMania. Who knows? They can get him there. But I think that going through Johnny, then maybe having a match with Punishment Martinez. You know, he can go with Cameron Grimes. He had you know pretty good match. In the uh, tournament last year, I think. So yeah, I think there's a lot of legs over there. I think Swerve is in the same boat as Keith, right? Where we booked Keith August first, two thousand nineteen, uh, and we're gonna be dropping the throwback soon to that. But we booked Keith, and we was like, "Yo, we think Keith should do this and do this," but he had to wait his turn because of where the roster is shaping out and stuff like that. But there's money to be made with Swerve, man. Uh-huh. There's money to be made with that interest. There's money to be made with him. Uh, Babyface, heel. Uh, there's money to be made with him on the mic talking. Um, there, there, There is an infinite amount of possibilities. You know, the same with Keith Lee, right? And in a different type of vein, right? We... Uh-huh. We said Swerve has the Chris Jericho gene where he can have the inside uh-huh. and out appeal to where uh, his marketability is there. You know what I mean? Swerve yeah. City Podcast can get some advertisement on themselves. So on its own, and those people will then follow Swerve to where he's at. You feel me? Like, it sure. works both ways. So if WWE it has any type of um, uh, post on the culture, right, the New Day podcast gets pushed, right? And we're not saying the, the, to buy out the Swerve City podcast or anything like that, but what we're saying is, is that if you see somebody with an existential talent outside of the business, you got to support them. Okay, so, yeah, you know, they did it with up, up, down, down. I think that uh, they've done it before, and they should do it again. I think the Swerve City podcast is perfect for that. You know, uh, definitely, I see, like I said before, I see him as a Jericho, where you can have, he has his ventures outside with music, his ventures outside with his podcast, and then he gets gets busy in the ring, and is you know, uh, uh, you know, can build an iconic career 
with his character and, and on the mic and, and, and great matches down the line. So uh, being a multifaceted person, especially in today's day and age, is, is a thing that's to be uh, allotted for. So definitely got to be reaching out and, and, you know, showcasing other people who are doing things outside in, a, in, in their own vein and, uh, you know, supporting the culture, you know, not just our culture, but, you know, wrestling culture, you know. Yeah, Swerve, Swerve, Swerve represents our culture, right, by being black. You know, and this is our book in Black Settlement, but Swerve represents the wrestling culture in the right way. You feel me? Like, yeah. we are, in, we you know, we booking in the show about how people don't do it the right way on one end, and here we got a personality, a person who seems to just find his way around good people by doing good things, right? You know what I mean? Like, he, you know, he does a podcast with TZ. TZ seems to be a fucking theme, that wrestling theme song genius as he continues to get every placement on AEW with fire-ass tracks. Ariel Monroe's on the pod, and she's a dope-ass wrestler. Shout out to Big Swole, you know, and, and who, who is married to Cedric, who's a dope-ass person, who's friends with Trevor, who's Ricochet, right? So that core unit, right, who knows Desmond Xavier, right? Everybody seems to be good people in that circle and when you have good people working in wrestling you seem to have like a more joyous uh um um aptitude of of of, of energy you know what i mean yeah. surrounding the product you know what i mean so yeah. it, it it gives wrestling a good look when you have those people uh getting pushed so seeing him get pushed and his johnny feud Hopefully, will elevate him with his outside ventures, which will then bring him back in ring, which will get him a push and elevate it into that uh, that stratosphere. Absolutely, and that's the goal, you know, because he's because he got talent, you know. All the talent in the world, man. All the talent in the world, man. Shout shout oh. shout out to homie Swerve, man. Uh, shout out to he was just on the Wrestle Rap podcast. Him and uh, Flatbush uh, Flatbush Juice. You know what I mean? It was on the journey with Emilio, uh, Emilio Sparks. So, like, yo, the culture, again, like, it's just yeah. intertwined. You know what I mean? So, dope shit coming from all angles of wrestling. For sure. And honestly, it's, it's, it's good being a part of it, man, and just seeing it grow. You know, seeing everybody. We, we, we were there seeing uh, Swerve and Matt Riddle where he won the MLW Championship live. You know, that match was incredible. Can't wait to see it again in WWE. But to see the, the growth of WWE and see the people we watched on the Indies get their shot and people that we've met in the past, like it's, it's really inspiring. So shout out to Swerve. They're doing very great things and I see him great things doing great things at NXT. Man, I can see I can see him going beyond the NXT though. I can see him like I oh, said sure. having a trajectory to where he get plucked and he's on SmackDown. You know what I mean? I like you know, I it's it's certain people that fit certain places, right? And Swerve is a SmackDown wrestler. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. saying that he's not big time for Monday Night Raw, because, listen, everybody, like, it's Monday Night Raw, you know what I mean? But, like, some people have that SmackDown-esque about them, and you know because SmackDown is that show, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you go to SmackDown to see a certain quality in the show, you know what I mean? I, I think especially when it comes to match quality. Yeah. Like, and I remember we had the SmackDown, like, four or six People, you know, let's get let's get that back. You know, we got Dan Bryan there already. We got Drew Gulak. We got we got uh, AJ. AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, put Swerve there and have them just build each other through a great match after great match after great match. 
She's gonna be ill. That'd be fire as fuck, man. That'd be fire as hell, man. As and 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 uh and and I know we keep mentioning Rito, but let's shout out to Johnny Morrison, man. Johnny SmackDown. He put on a hell of a match, bruh. Johnny looked good, my name. Yeah, yeah. Johnny looks fucking good, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> it was very cool. It was super it, cool, it was yo. Super creative, man. And some of the spots, some of the, the, the sequences they did in there, I really fucked with. Oh, man. Um, shit, what what else we got? That's it? That's what we got for the week, man? You got anything else? Mm. Oh, Luke Gallows and Carl uh, Anderson. Um, yeah. Signing. Uh, shout, shout out to the good brothers. Shout out to the good brothers. Signing to. It seems like they got a deal with New Japan and Impact, um, where Impact is um, honoring the New Japan uh, dates, which is beautiful. Which is I love. That's what wrestling. That's what. Listen, I, I'm an independent contractor, nigga. So when I come to you, <laughs> I'm booked this week and a week after. You got dates for me? Like that's how that shit's supposed to work. Not yeah. no fucking. I sign, bruh, 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 all y'all indie niggas ain't making money to pay me like that, bruh, right, let's keep it honest, like, Mark Cuban got a TV con- a TV channel that can't nobody fucking find, nigga, so how, you know what I mean, like, you know what I mean, fuck out of here, bruh, him and <laughs> Steve, him and, nah, him and Steve Harvey, nigga, him and Steve Harvey bought a TV channel and they own Impact, Mark Cuban, Oh, Mark Cuban and Steve Harvey? Mark Cuban own and impact? Steve Harvey on impact, nigga. The 2020's a weird place, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's wild, yo. That's nigga, just... super wild, man. Hey, man. Everything is wrestling, bro. Everything is wrestling. <laughs> Yo, that's the name of the podcast. Well, yeah. every everything is wrestling. Everything Epi- is wrestling. Bro. Everything is wrestling. You Epi- Harvey and Mark Cuban, nigga. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Crazy. Uh man, so I'm a, I'm probably gonna I'm actually about to go ahead and watch some wrestling. I'm about to go ahead and I know we don't really talk about Chris Benoit on here a lot. But I'm about to go ahead and watch some Chris Benoit versus Booker T. Uh, best of Seven. Uh, Great American Bash. 1998, I think that is. So I'm about to, you know, I'm about to get loaded and watch that. Shit. I'm about to watch probably a Bret Hart match. Because oh. every single match he did was great. <laughs> Tell me a bad Bret Hart match, bro. Him and Roddy Piper. That was not a bad match, man. You just don't know what it... You don't have no soul, that's why. Yeah, you have no soul. <laughs> no soul. You sound <laughs> you like my, have, you sound yes, like my lady, man. You have no soul. No emotion. You have some kind of... There was storytelling in that. You know, there was moments. And it was a great match. And then the, the finish, you know, the creative finish with the curl up the turnbuckle pad, tipped it over. Brian Piper's down. He could have cheated, but he didn't want to cheat. You know, that was a great match, man. Go back and watch it. You know what? I'm going to go back and watch that. You go back. Nine, Roddy Piper, Bret Hart. Y'all go watch it and tell me if it's a good, good match or not. Tell me if that's not one of the most Nigga, classic matches. Listen, I, you know what we're going to start doing? We get When we get fans and Patreons, nigga, we are going to live watch matches so right. I can cut them to shreds, man. I <laughs> can't wait <laughs> Can't wait, bro. Uh, oh, that, no. that's, 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 I watched that shit. 
Yeah, that's that's a thought, man. Everything's wrestling. Everything, man, everything is wrestling, man. Y'all, thank y'all again. Um, we're here. Uh, I want to thank y'all for uh, staying with us. When y'all hear this, I don't even know if I'm gonna edit out some of this stuff. If y'all hear it, it's my son and my lady. If y'all don't hear it, then what I'm talking about right now, you don't know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> Be good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you guys for listening, man. It's reasonable wrestling. You know what I mean? We are independent and we celebrate that shit every day, nigga. Fuck the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> it's been a great spot. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. <laughs> oh man. That was a good shit. That was, that was awesome.